Good morning, everyone. I hope you can hear me well. I am here on my morning walk. I started to do morning walks again. I did them for a really long time. I used to walk to the office exactly uh, this way here. Um, this is the water tower in Basel. Um, and uh, yeah, I started to do morning walks again. It's a, such a fantastic start into the day. Um, usually I just do 15 minutes, like uh, five or 10 minutes of running, uh, five or 10 minutes of walking. It's uh, great to bring the juices flowing and uh, it's also great for the circadian rhythm. So uh, today I wanted to talk about a book and a podcast I am really, really passionate and excited about. And it's uh, by Bill Perkins. It's a book called uh, Die with Zero. Um, and I've linked it in the description below. You can have a look at it. Uh, there's a podcast with Peter Atia and the book. And I just finished listening to the book. And uh, it's all about basically the big questions in life, right? Um, how to, yeah, how to live and how to die and what to do in between. And the book argues that we should not die with millions. We should actually die with zero. And instead, we should focus our life on, uh, on maximizing our fulfillment, whatever that means. Of course, this is uh, different for um, each and every one of us. Um, but it is really, um, yeah, gets me thinking. Because usually, I'm always really frugal. I'm always... Uh, saving and investing and try to compound my, my net uh, worth. But um, yeah, the, the thing is that we only have a limited uh, time on this earth and uh, we should also not forget to live a little bit. And uh, yeah, what he argues is that we should make a plan, a life plan, um, to see what we want to do in life. For example, if you want to do some big hikes or some big expeditions, um, probably 70 or 80 years old is not the best time to do that. And uh, yeah, if you want to spend time with little kids, then uh, you shouldn't be in the office all day, right? So I think these, these are the considerations. And um, yeah, he, he just lays out a really great framework for, uh, yeah, for planning your life and thinking about all these big decisions. For example, most people only inherit their wealth when they die, right? Or they uh, yeah, give it to the future generations. But if you actually care, for example, about your kids, then you don't want them to inherit um, when they are 60 years old, when you die. You want them to inherit when, uh, when they really need the money, right? So for example, when they have small kids, when they want to buy a house or start a business or anything like that. So he argues, for example, to start giving money away earlier. So if you have some family members or some friends that, uh, or, or kids that really need money, um, then why not give um, every year a little bit or when they really need the money, when they are 30 or 35. <clears throat> and this really gets me thinking because there are so, there's so much, I need to put on my gloves, it's really cold here, or else my hands will freeze. Uh, okay, now it's much better. Um, so the idea is, um, there is so much wealth basically um, blocked by old people, right? And older people don't need so much money. Of course, they might have medical expenses, they might have um, other needs, but 
actually the peak when you need money is when you are, I don't know, between 30 and, and 40, probably when you have small kids, when you um, are not established in your career yet. And um, yeah, this really gets me, gets me thinking how to deal with my own life and how I want to do that. Uh, because um, yeah, I've done well, I've sold a business, I'm now an investor for many years. And um, yeah, compared with the regular person in my age, I'm doing really, really well. Um, I have small kids myself, but I don't need all that money. And now I'm starting to think, um, yeah, maybe I could start giving away money earlier. Um, I have some yeah, people that are close to me that might need um, a little bit money, that uh, might want to do some kind of an, uh, uh, some kind of an education or, or just uh, renovate their house or, or whatever it may be, that could really add value. And um, I think that, uh, yeah, actually I'm just starting thinking that it might already be a good use of some of my money to, uh, to invest it earlier, to, to give it away earlier. Because um, I always had this plan and I have it for a long time. I don't want my kids to inherit all my cash. I don't want them to um, never have to work again. Uh, that's not um, yeah, what, what I imagine a good life to be. So I want them, uh, like the Warren, what Warren Buffett says, right? Um, you should give them enough that they have all the opportunities, but not as much um, so that they don't have to work um, again. So I want to give um, each of my kids a little bit of money so they have a good start in life. But um, yeah, probably uh, they don't need the money at, at 60, right? When I will probably die. Um, so um, yeah, I will certainly start to think about uh, giving them something earlier when they start a family or want to start a business or something. And um, yeah, and the other thing is to really think about how short your lifespan is. And um, Bill Perkins in the book, he um, says there are three factors for, um, yeah, for your life. You have your health, you have money, and you have time. And when you are young, then you usually have health and you have time, but you don't have money. And when you are old, you usually have time and you have money, but you don't have health. And if you are in the middle with small kids, for example, then uh, you, hey, Julian, <laughs> great to see you. Um, then you, uh, yeah, when you are in the middle, in the trenches, like I am right now a little bit, um, then you don't have as much time, but you might have a little bit of money and you also might... Um, have your health uh, still. So I think this is an optimization problem. Yeah, as I said, if you want to do a big expedition, then you don't want to do that when you're 70 or 80. You probably want to do it when you still are healthy enough. And if you want to go to the opera, that's perfectly fine to do with 70 or 80. So you need to have the right order in your life um, for your things that you want to do. And Bill Perkins um, suggests to do... Um, to basically divide your life into, let's say, four or five year phases. Um, so you probably have, when you live uh, to 80, then you probably have 20 such four year phases in your life. And then you can um, plan out what you want to do in those phases. So for example, when you have small kids between zero and four, uh, then you probably want to spend time with them, bring them to bed, um, uh, bring them to the playground and stuff like that because when they are between four and eight that's a different phase and when they are between eight and twelve that's a completely different phase and they will never be 
um, between zero and four again. So these phases are finite, they go away. So for example, I'm almost 40 right now, and I will never have to face back when I was 20. I will never have to face back when I was 16. So you basically die little deaths. Um, uh, each phase is a small death, and you always have to think about what, um, yeah, what basically dies in, in this small death and what you still have left. So uh, yeah, this really gets me thinking. Sometimes I think it's really good to think about these big questions in life because um, yeah, usually we are so busy with family, with the job, with, with um, other stuff that we just don't think about these questions. And I really love to go back to, to such questions and to think deeply because I have this wish to not only uh, find a fulfilling life and live a fulfilling life for myself, but I also want to have an impact. I want to, um, yeah, I want to use my wealth to uh, leave the world in a little bit better place than when I, uh, when I came on this earth. And uh, yeah, to, to go back to Warren Buffett, he um, suggests to, uh, yeah, to give the kids only as much uh, so that they have all opportunities, but not everything, which means that you have to learn to give money away, right? And um, it's actually, I think, much harder to give money away than um, to, uh, to make money, um, especially if you want to have a big impact with your money. So, um, yeah, I, th I think I will still um, have to learn that. And uh, I'm already doing some little bit, uh, some, some donations here and there, but um, I, I think I'm not, I always thought I'm not in the phase yet to, to start doing it more seriously. But maybe I, I should rethink that. Maybe you can also start giving away money when you are younger. Because I always thought when you um, are compounding your money um, uh, fast and you have a high compounding rate, then it's better to give away the money later because it will be a much bigger snowball, right? Um, that's the Warren Buffett's model. Warren Buffett gave away when his wife died in 2006. I think he gave away roughly 30 billion to Bill Gates. Um, he doesn't want to do his own uh, foundation, so he's only working with the uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And then each year he gives, I think, 5% of his net worth. But his net worth um, keeps growing by 10 to 15 or maybe 20% per year. So um, even though he already gave away, I think, 100 billion, he still has 100 billion. Um, and you could argue that there are so many causes in the world uh, that would really need the, the money now. Um, that it actually could have a bigger impact to give the money away earlier than uh, to wait until you have 100 billion and then give it away when you die. Because when he dies, 99% of his wealth will go to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And I think then it needs to be spent within 10 years. So then it um, will increase the spending from 5 billion to roughly 10 billion per year. I don't know the details, but I think roughly that's that's the case. And the cool thing is, it's the same thing for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So when they die, the foundation won't keep living. So it has an expiration date. So when they die, I think the foundation will be wound down um, after 20 years. And I really love that uh, because you don't want to have um, a big, uh, you want to you don't want to have a big organization. Um, when the founders are dead, that just doesn't make any sense. It creates inefficiencies. And there are so many foundations that have large headquarters and uh, large management teams and whatever. And it just gets inefficient um, year by year. So that's really interesting. And I think when you give money away, 
I think the best way to do it, at least that's how I'm thinking about it, is to really pick causes that are important to you. So uh, you really need to do something that is underfunded, that doesn't have enough funding yet or that doesn't exist yet. The problem is not solved yet. And then you just have to pick something that is close to your heart. And um, I have some, some ideas already and I will explore them. But um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And when I'm, yeah, now after listening to this book, it really, yeah, doesn't, uh, yeah, it's, it's not as bad anymore that like my portfolio is down 50 or 60% last year. Um, because, uh, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all um, relative. I mean, I'm still doing well. Um, it's just numbers. And who cares if the portfolio goes up or down? That's just part of the game of long-term investing. Um, and a lot of us are so nervous and just, uh, yeah, looking at charts all day and stuff like that so that we forget what's truly important in life. And this podcast and this book really opened my eyes to it. And uh, yeah, I'm really grateful to it. And yesterday I had a conversation with two people close to me. I helped them a little bit with, with investing their wealth. And of course, they are super nervous about uh, the decline last year. Um, they are also invested in Tesla and other things that, of course, dropped a lot. And yeah, I talked about them uh, with it. And uh, yeah, they were just super nervous and uh, thought, yeah, everything goes to zero and, and everything. And um, yeah, but still in absolute numbers, they are doing super well. They are safe in their life. They don't have any existential problems. So I think, um, yeah, when you reset your thinking and start thinking about these questions, um, yeah, that your life is finite and that other people, <laughs> of course, are um, needing probably the money more than you do, um, then, uh, yeah, it just resets your thinking. And I really love that about this book by Bill Perkins. And, uh, yeah, he, he um, for example, he said that um, when... It, there are only two occasions when you see all your friends and family. It's usually your wedding and then your death um, or your, um, your funeral, right? And what he did, for example, he said that for his 45th birthday, um, he invested, I don't know, a couple of hundred thousand dollars. He flew everyone to the Caribbean islands, um, paid for the hotel for a full week, his mother was still alive, his father was still alive, all of his best friends, like 80 people. Of course, he's, he's doing well, so he could afford it, but it was still a large part of his liquid net worth. And he just did this one experience. And then he said that when you invest in experiences, then you earn um, experience dividends. Or, and that's a really profound idea. So now he's, I think he turned 50 years old, and he's still thinking about this experience. So now it's already paid five years of, of experience dividends and it will pay dividends until the rest of his life. And he's so grateful because um, now his father already died and his mother is, is sick. So he couldn't have done it now with 50. So he had to do it earlier. And that's, I think, what's so important about this book is that some things have an expiration date. You can't wait um, with certain things. You can't wait to bring your kids to bed when they are small, when you miss them, um, when you are in the office um, all day and all night, um, because this time will go away. And the same is true with your friends and with your family. So um, yeah, it doesn't have to be the Caribbean island, of course, but what about a picnic? You could just um, invite 20 people 
to a birthday or whatever and just bring people together. It doesn't have to be the wedding. It doesn't have to be your funeral. You can do it at any time for any uh, reason. And I think that's really important because, for example, myself, I have just done one birthday party in my whole life when I was 18. And I mean, that's such a shame. And I, yeah, now through this book, I realized that I have to do more parties, not just birthday parties, but whatever, summer picnics, summer barbecues. I just have to do more of these things um, because, yeah, it's, it's really important. My parents won't live forever. Um, my friends, uh, yeah, probably won't be around forever. So, yeah, certain things need, you need to do now. So, uh, yeah, I really encourage you to read uh, this book. Um, I listened to the audiobook and to also listen to the podcast episode first. It's just, I think, an hour or so uh, where you can get the first glimpse. Uh, yeah, I probably will do more videos about this topic. I think it's really, really important how to live, how to use your money and... Uh, yeah, how not to die with, with millions because you can't take the money with you. And uh, yeah, there are so many examples. There are so many stories. For example, in the book, he told about, I don't know, a secretary that um, when she died, she had like $10 million of net worth. And of course, she donated everything. But um, basically, this money was blocked all her life. And then she had $10 million, but probably she could have done more if she invested it when she had i don't know two three million and maybe those investments would have already brought more um yeah more dividends and more uh, impact than if she waited later and i think that's also something i am thinking about right now that you don't have to wait for to have more money because if you invest uh, little money now it could also grow it could also compound the impact could compound. If you improve someone's life when they are 30, it will pay dividends until they die. And um, if you um, give them money when they are 80, they probably don't need it. So uh, yeah, I just want to leave you with these thoughts here on my morning walk. Really, really fantastic view here. Have a look, that's Basel here. I really love it here. That used to be my old uh, walk to work, uh, 40 minutes every morning. And now I moved and I don't have an office anymore uh, so, so far away. So I really miss that. So I did it today. So have a great day. And uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts in the comments below how you think about these topics, giving away money, um, compounding your wealth. And uh, yeah, I think these are really important topics to think about. So have a great day and bye bye everyone.